What's up, everybody? Alright, so, welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about CHAZ, the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Um, it is towards the end of July, I think today is the 22nd, 23rd, 23rd, so Kanye West album tomorrow, be ready. Um, but yeah, no, so it's already shut down, but I wanted to cover it. Um, if you didn't check out my last video, which um, is actually going to be very important to this video, so check out who is George Soros, um, just the last one I just posted, so go check that out and then come back to this, so it's a good time to go do that. Um, but in that, I explained that I have been uh, MIA on the podcast here just due to some personal reasons and uh, living situations, some real estate project, and um, other stuff like that. So uh, go check it out. I know Chaz is done, but I definitely wanted to talk about this uh, Capitol Hill autonomous zone. So this came up right after the whole George Floyd incident that arose, right? Uh, Minneapolis, um, right, had the protests. Which had, which was infiltrated, infiltrated and hijacked by some radicalists that caused severe rioting. Um, we saw undercover cops wearing wires. We saw um, all these white people lighting shit on fire. So um, they ran them out of their police precinct. That was the big thing, right? So uh, just like a lot of things in the world, trends and fads and stuff like that. Um, it tended to branch out into other cities, other states. And so, um, out here in Seattle, they, um, they had the, on Capitol Hill, the autonomous zone right after their police precinct was, um, ran out. There were, uh, there were a lot of people leaving because of the violence and kind of relocating and, and getting to personal safety. But towards the end, the actual people, the residents of the society of Chaz, um, ran them out of the precinct they kind of folded over and, and and gave in to their demands and so um that's how it started and so there um after the police ran out these people came out to the to like a border right so um they created a borderline of the property the area that they're taking over and creating into the zone and uh they instantly made a borderline and put up walls right like most people do and um, actually on the walls it says you are now leaving um, the USA on the box. So, like, you know, when you go to different states, like you are now leaving California, you are entering Arizona. They put on it, you are now leaving the USA, right? Um, so, right, they put up these border walls. Uh, they enforced a border patrol. Um, they stood there and they decided uh, who can come in and who couldn't. They um, patrolled these borders with guns, right? And a lot of the people were charged money to come into their bordered uh, society. Um, these are the same damn people that the last four or five years have been screaming, smaller government, open all borders, eliminate guns. You give them a chance to run their own little slice of heaven and they resort back to the same capitalistic structure that they're rebelling against right um they're just getting started they uh <laughs> yeah all right so yeah instantly right they wanted to get a chance to run what they wanted and they were able to get that opportunity and they didn't 
talk about hypocriticism, right? So, uh, but don't worry. It only lasted two days until chaos started. So, um, this wasn't a long experiment. Um, but two days in, they're uh, in their utopic society of socialism. The goal is to um, disown the idea of capitalism. Um, and what's funny is their lack of understanding of capitalism shows in the structure of how this plays out. And I'll, I'll detail that here. But within the first 48 hours, there was a fire. And what did they do? They called um, 911 for the fire department. Uh, if you're a sovereign piece of land separate from another country, unless we have ally contracts with someone, excuse me, we don't use other people's resources. We don't call over Canada's fire department when New York or North Dakota, you know, or in Washington and Oregon are on fire. We send American firefighters and we send all the sources we can until we maybe can't handle a situation like 9-11 and we had people from around the world coming in to help. Um, but you don't you don't call another country's resources for help. And what sucks even more is firefighters, they're not enforcing a law, right? I was an EMT and volunteer firefighter on the path, you know, to get into a fire department. And the difference between a cop and firefighter in the public, the average person loved, you know, a firefighter and would hate a cop for doing nothing. And um, this part of the narratives. But these, these firefighters were, if we saw or heard something, it's almost like doctor-patient confidentiality in the back of the ambulance. There's some things that can, can that can go that I'm not here to persecute you for. I'm here to help you. What kind of things did you take before this happened? And it goes into the report. Um, and so that's kind of how these people, uh, you know, operate in their field. The firefighters aren't here to arrest you, right? Um, so they call 911 for a fire two days into this this whole establishment of autonomous and... Um, some of the people were spitting on the firefighters when they came in classless man classless so i'm just gonna put over here my notes so this uh this stuff is directly related to uh the marxism teachings of Karl marx like i said if you didn't stop the video before when i said to go check out uh who is george soros in the last video that probably is my favorite video that i've made to date that um is in incredibly detailed it strings together the two of the other videos that i had a lot of fun making which was who is anthony fauci and the 13 families and the tree of systematic um abuse through the new world order and so i tied them all together what's cool about george soros is that he owns and is the face of a lot of things that we know and is public but he also operates half of his doings in the shadows which are with the people that we're fighting against and so his connecting pieces are really, really unique, and I went into great depth. And in there, I talk a lot about the Marxism and all the groups that he owns. Um, he owns Resist, Move On, he owns BLM, and he owns Antifa. So um, how this all works, I'm not going to get into it in this video. So like I said again, this is a perfect chance for you to hop over and check out uh, who is George Soros. If you're going to watch any of my videos on YouTube, of the full video, um, that's the one. So... Go check that out right now and come right back. For those of you that have watched it, thank you and let's move on. So, um, not only is this a lot of the Marxism teachings, but there was a book that was written and it was called The Anarchy Uprising from Peter Lambert. And Peter Lambert, or Lambert, 
Peter Lambert Wilson. Sorry about that. It's a full name there. So Peter, Peter Lambert Wilson wrote a book, and it's called Taz, T-A-Z. And that is a, um, you know, a follower of Marxism that over time has kind of developed different uh, understandings and awareness and changes to it to adapt. And so I find it really funny that um, Antifa, right, and the whole structure of it does not believe in leaders. It believes in the Marxism teachings, right? And the leader of Antifa, well, the Antifa regime that was the leader of Chaz, the autonomous hill there, they, um, his name was Raz, R-A-Z, which is very eerily similar to Taz, the writings of the book of this movement. Anyways, I don't know if that was intentional or fate, right? But, um, <clears throat> give me a second here. Uh, but anyways, he's part of the BLM and Antifa movement. He, uh, no surprise there, right? Because George Soros owns BLM and Antifa, and he uses those to create civil unrest in the, uh, in the communities there. And so, um, you know, George Soros and the people he works with, they're white supremacists. They're Zionist Jesuit religious based, and they're racists and they've perpetuated racism throughout the history of the globe um, everything that we have witnessed has been perpetuated by this group over time um, since the 1700s dated so um, and the BLM movement themselves right so George Soros owns these things but he doesn't really put himself if you watch my video he doesn't put himself uh, like face stamp himself as CEO and founder and stuff like that he has a, a foundation called open societies foundation and these are basically companies or organizations that are charitable if you will that are propped up inside of his open societies foundations so you have resist move on blm and antifa right and the co-founders of blm uh these women and this gentleman they not only talk about their marxist teachings and ideologies but how it needs to be perpetuated and taught to everyone and that's how we need to operate so they're not even it's not even being hidden anymore guys um it's right in front of our our, our faces and um we, we you've seen it right all the money that was earned by the blm movement went to white racists for their political parties that they're gonna run so i don't know if you're feeling foolish yet but it gets worse um <clears throat> this autonomous hill they helped push um a few narratives for the left. I don't know if you guys have been caught up with it, but Hillary Clinton went to trial twice and put up appeals and they denied her final appeal and she has to go back in September. That is huge news. Um, wasn't covered by any MSM, right? Mainstream media anywhere. Um, and what's unique about that is it was the same day that we did the blackout squares where everyone posts a black square, create a trend, so a distraction. And then also the, the idea behind the black square was to not be active, to not give activity to the, to the man, right? Um, to the owners and CEOs and billionaires to stop economy, to not buy anything all day, to just post a black square in solidarity. And all that did was distract people from what happened in court. These child pedophilia rings, um, treason against America, millions of lives that were killed. These are the accusations and with followed facts that these people are being uh, brought to court for. And so a lot of this is just to completely distract us. And so um, being autonomous, right? Look that word up. It, it's to completely be removal 
of this capital society that they they hate so much. But then because they helped the left in Seattle, they were given Seattle like dishwashing stations for your hands and sanitation stations and a whole line of porter potties were lined up as a barricade, but they got bathrooms and wash stations and free food. I don't know how many countries are just walking around giving other countries that, but that was given to them, um, which I found very, very comical. And um, I'll even throw some pictures up. We got evidence. I'm not just just talking about it. So um, before we move on to the next piece, though, I do want to just define a few words just so we're clear moving forward if any of this has been confusing. Let's define what a terrorist is. Word for word, right? Not our ideology of what we think it is or, you know, our, my first idea of a terrorist was when I was in, what grade was that? Third, fourth grade when 9-11 got hit, right? That's terrorists. So here's what a terrorist is by definition. A person who uses unlawful violence and intimidation especially against civilians in the pursuit of a political aim. So, okay, let's just dissect that and what Chaz was. Burning down cities, threatening people with guns, wanting the removal of freedoms through the Bill of Rights and Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and all of our amendments, in the pursuit of changing political narratives away from capitalism to... Marxism. So, it sounds like a terrorist to me. What's a domestic terrorist, right? Well, domestic terrorist is basically the same thing within a country, and they are targeted by a perpetrator with the same citizenship, right? So everything within the same realms. uh, Perpetrated by individuals or groups inspired by or associated, right, within America, uh, American-based movements that espouse extremist ideologies... Marxism, of a political, religious, and we definitely hate Christians right now, uh, social, it's all over the internet, racial, George Floyd and everything else in the media right now, and environmental, the new uh, Green Deal. Huh. Sounding like a lot of domestic terrorists right now. So let's, what is Marxism, right? Well, Marxism believes that capitalism can only thrive when you exploit the working class, um, which is funny, right? I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But they, they think you, could, as long as you're exploiting the working class, that's how capitalism will only work. And that Marxism believes that there is a real contradiction between human nature, the way we must work in a capitalistic society. So they have a dialectic approach to life that everything has these two sides. So, if you guys know one of the founders of uh, Alphabet, Google, he's from India, and uh, they didn't have money for schooling or any of that kind of stuff, and he found a way to get to America to go to school. I think he even found a way to get into Harvard, but he found a way to get into America and get into our school systems. You know, he was around my age, maybe a couple years younger, early mid-20s. He is now worth $40 billion and a co-founder of Google Alphabet. Anybody can come from anywhere and be anything. They interviewed Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman once about, you know, the uh, perpetration against the black man to be able to become successful. 
they only did those interviews once because they didn't agree. And that doesn't follow the narrative, so we don't ask them again. Which is funny, too, because Morgan Freeman did it to uh, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, whatever you want to fucking call him, over on CNN. So it... <laughs> Anyways, that, that's conflict. So, um, Chaz, right? Antifa based. If they were claiming their sovereign land in that six block radius that they had, then they're technically stealing American resources, right? If I were to set up a building and run cables into Mexico or Canada, depending where I was, and I siphoned off some electricity, I did some underground piping and took some of their water, um, I funneled in, you know, whatever I needed to do, I would be in legal trouble, right? So these people are technically you know, sovereign. They claimed it. They tried to use their rights. They even wrote on their border walls that uh, you're leaving the United States. While well, the buildings in those six blocks are still connected to utility grids owned by the U.S., gas lines owned by the U.S., lighting fixtures by the U.S., and nothing was done. They didn't shut the power to have leverage, say, all right, you guys don't have power, you don't have water, figure it out. They're giving them washing stations. They didn't get them in trouble. There are businesses inside those six blocks six blocks that were being threatened physically, financially, with everything. And the governors and mayors didn't even stick up for them. They just let the hill operate within itself. Fast forward, there's a, f- a whole bunch of lawsuits against uh, the city right now from those owners. And so that's exciting stuff for a, a good patriot here. But um, no, they did all that and it didn't stop them. Shit, I remember just two months ago, people in L.A., Talking about if a business owner doesn't listen to these mask rules and these shutdowns, that LA is going to shut off all the water and power to their businesses so they can operate. Like, you're going to take an American citizen who's been paying his dues, put in the process, the due process, worked their entire lives to get to a certain point, investment, stress, taking risks that other people don't take, sacrificing certain things, and then you're telling them they can't operate, but you can do a riot you can have this autonomous hill you can do all of these things but fuck the person that did it legally and has the rights right i just, i don't get it i don't get it so um <laughs> it started raining within that first week of them setting up and um so they made this list of demands right they wanted cigarettes and tents and water actually they didn't even want water they said they want gatorade instead of water specific flavors too right Um, It got to the point where they started saying, don't give us burgers. We want vegan meat. We want soy. Like, have you ever heard the term beggars can't be choosers? I don't think they have, guys. I I think these are the kids that, you know, didn't get spanked when they were kids and disciplined. And so, no, here we go. So, um, yeah, it started raining. It had all these lists of supplies to anybody that will read our message. Send it in, please. We need all these things. I mean, so far, the autonomous side of things isn't working, right? Um, And then they complain that a whole bunch of, we invited all these homeless people in, and they took a lot of our food, so we need more food. Oh, interesting. So it sounds like, it sounds like welfare. Huh. Aren't those the programs you guys put in? So, hmm. you want to counter capitalism with these socialistic programs, but then the moment you have your own slice of land, you run it like a capitalistic society. You have no structure. Chaos assumes within 48 hours. Right? I... 
okay. And now you're going to, you know, ask for specifics. I mean, shit, dude. And then vegan, soy, specialized foods. Like, you don't get to demand a list of things from a capitalistic society and the very capitalistic society that you're rebelling against. Like, what the fuck? That literally, that literally takes away the, the entire ideology of autonomous. It's gone. Your programs, you had a chance to run your own ship and you hypocritically ran it the same way as the people you've been attacking. And then people like homeless people, you run a, a socialistic program through your own country and you complain. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We'll keep going, right? So, um, you know, just like a lot of the people on the liberal side of things, they preach tolerance. Um, the moment I don't agree with a specific, I'm a cisgender white male that doesn't have a voice to anything, right? Uh, identity politics matters more than who we are as an individual, apparently. But no, you're the, you're the tolerant ones. Um, so these these tolerant people were uh, were given a uh, a speech. A lot of it was uh, fuck twelve, which if you know what that means, is fuck the police. It's uh, fuck the government. You know they were they were chanting a systemic systemic teardown. And um, a gentleman voiced his opinion, and the mob responded, but it was a two- or three-person-on-one attack. Um, guy took his skateboard, swung and struck this kid over the top of the head. I mean, that automatically, right there, doesn't matter race, age, gender, wherever you are, you're at school, you're on the streets, that's assault. So he got assaulted, and a skateboard is a dense enough weapon to be considered, uh, item to be considered a weapon. So he got struck by a weapon, assaulted by a weapon, and... You know, football players are afraid of CTE concussions causing brain damage and lifelong repercussions down the line, let alone anything that can happen immediately. Comas, completely turning into a scrambled vegetable, um, death even, a hemorrhage. And so this gentleman got struck over the head. If you know anything about a concealed weapons permit, um, a concealed carry permit, whatever you want to call it, um, it's a legal right to carry a gun that you're trained for, um, for protection. There's tons of laws that if you use it without that, that your discipline is heightened now because they gave you a higher responsibility that you did not um, treat well. And so having illegal CCWs for our Second Amendment, right to bear arms for protection. Um, he's not taking his handgun and walking around shooting ducks and dove out of the air. Um, you know, it, it's stuck up in the waist. I, I lived in Arizona for a while up in the mountains. You know, guys will walk in, buy their cigarettes, and walk out, and they had a Glock sitting on their hip, or, you know, old Colt, Colt 45 and two zigzags, baby, that's all we need. So, sorry. So, anyways, this gentleman here um, pulls out his CCW for protection, and doesn't take kill shots, right? You know, legs, and warning shots, and, you know, through parts of the tissue that can come in and out. The moment that he comes to protect himself and takes a couple of these guys to the ground, they instantly switched and started screaming for help to call the cops, right? The ones 30 seconds earlier were just saying, fuck 12, fuck the cops. Um, call the cops! Because once, once structure and emotion, I'm sorry, once emotion leaves the mind and you bring structure and logical thinking back in, you go back to what's right. Yes, you're going to want to call someone for help. You're going to want to call a trained professional. So the reactions of going right back to habit of call 911 after you were literally just saying, fuck the police. So I, do we want to defund them or not? I'm just asking for a friend. 
So they called and write, write down his license plate number. Get it. Hurry. What are you going to do with that? Give it to the cops? Oh, huh. I don't know about you guys, but if someone was spitting in my face and telling me to fucking go kill myself, and then the next day came up to me and asked me to find their missing friend or whatever, how much, unless I'm just a fucking saint, how much willpower or will in me do you think I have to want to just help this person? Off of whim, before they explain their reasonings, someone did that to you and then came up to you and asked you for help. General reaction, right now, I spit in your face. Tomorrow I hit you up to go get some lunch. What's the first thing you're going to say to me? Okay. So. <clears throat> found that really funny. So anyways. <sighs> moving on. Almost done here with you guys. This was a fun little thing here, Chaz. I, I had a lot of laughs with this. Never took it serious. The only thing I took serious was uh, how long the jail sentences are going to be for the officials that let it happen. Or the lawsuits and all so, um, how does something like this even happen, right? <clears throat> well, it starts by indoctrinating our children, me and you at a young age, um, infiltrating all the schools, right, starting in the public school system. So much so, you see it today where they won't let people go back to school in the public school system, not because of COVID. They won't do it until police are abolished and that charter schools are eliminated. Why? They want a singular education perpetrated from the government. I wonder why. So start with that and then add liberal Marxism into our colleges, which is um, upwards to 90% of all universities teach liberal Marxism, neo-Marxism. And then you got to demonize any sensible adult with concerns using labels like a fascist or a racist. So if someone is older than you and they don't understand, they're stuck in their ways, they're a racist if they're white or they're fascist if they don't agree with your view. This goes back in last video talking about George Soros and the Antifa and BLM movements. Move on and resist as well. And then demonize any authority that can hold place over you, which is our police. We're just saying. And then elect Marxists or elect officials that will give you the direction towards your Marxist goals. So in the very short lifespan of 24 days, that's all we had. Um, excuse me sure i've had rounds of antibiotics or uh, vitamin c that's lasted longer than that but um you know who am i to judge so in the short amount of 24 days there was six shootings with four deaths sounds very utopic there one man was actually shot emts and firefighters and police were called all first responders and they were met at the border by the Chaz special forces unit with guns and a mob that wouldn't let them through. Spitting, throwing things, vul vulgarity, right? Every single thing you can name. Pretty sure 80 to 90% of those people don't know that they were called for someone that's dying. Um, maybe they would not have done that, but that's the ignorance, you know, shining through. Um, no one would think they're being called for a reason, especially fire, right? Um, but I told you earlier, they spit on a firefighter, so they don't understand the roles of these people that are first responders. Which explains why they don't even understand the rules of a police officer. And, uh, which explains a lot. So, six shootings, four deaths. Gentleman was, uh, was shot. They stopped him at the, the border. Now, luckily, they were able to get an ambulance or a person with a stretcher, you know, a group of EMTs 
in with a stretcher and I think they carried him to the border and then loaded him into the ambulance and took off. That guy is suing first responders, police, EMS, fire for not getting to him quick enough. Like, I just don't understand the logic here. Like, people need to understand that, like, I've said it in almost all of my videos, when you use emotion, it blocks in the frontal cortex, the same area, the ability to use logical reasoning and deduction skills and to critical think. So it's just, they set themselves up for this and then complain when things don't go their own way. But then they won't even run the freaking ship the way they want to, and then they cry about other things that they perpetuate in our own capitalistic society, like welfare and inflated taxes and guns and so on and so forth. So um, even the Seattle police chief two weeks earlier was talking about how their response times, if they can do it quickly, is doubled from the original time. They said that it's up to three times the, um, the response time. And so, you know, it's documented that there is an issue that they there's video that they won't respect or allow them to help them it's documented that the response times are changed and they remove the police in the center of the precinct out right and then this man wants to sue for the response times luckily he's not going to win so justice again on our side but it just goes to the point of how how ignorant these people can be so um man so just to be clear right the whole reason Chaz started was because of police brutality um, and the change in government order, right? How we run things. Well, they got their own land. They didn't run it the way they wanted to. In fact, they ran it the exact same way as us, capitalist society. And now Chaz is being abolished because the Chaz security force shot and killed a 16-year-old black boy. Hmm. <laughs> Man, you gotta love the irony. You know, kids that didn't get disciplined, didn't get spanked, didn't get corrected, kids that got fucking participation trophies, guess what? They grew up. Gotta deal with it. I don't know, guys. That's it for now. Till then, stay frosty.
I gotta close the window before I record Cause New York don't know how to be quiet Stand up Third Coochie down to the socks Like I'm Biggie Popper Baby 